we're in a new era. We're uh, hopefully seeing bright pastures, as they say, ahead of us. You know, we got uh, the political turmoil behind us. We're with a new administration. COVID's right around the corner. So this is 2021. And let's talk about how to start off this new year by talking about celebrity divorces and what's going on. I mean, I've got to know, I never read this stuff. I rely on you guys to give me uh, the up to date so that, I, that I'm in there and uh, let's see if we can make this interesting. So Stephanie, why don't you go first? What do you got for us? Okay, um, I'm gonna start with the case. It's uh, Kelly Clarkson and Brandon Blackstone. So Kelly Clarkson, the winner of American Idol, she's America's sweetheart. Um, she's going through a pretty uh, highly contested divorce. Uh, her husband, Brandon Blackstone, he's a music manager. I'm not too sure if he was her music manager or what's going on, but it was a seven year marriage and there's two minor kids who are four and six. So uh, what makes this a bit complicated is that Brandon lives in the state of Montana and Kelly lives here in California. Um, there's a few issues at hand. The first one is that Brandon's seeking $436,000 per month in child support and spousal support. Wow. That's 300,000 in spousal support and 135,000 in child support. I don't know what he's gonna do with that money. I don't know why he needs so much money, but he's also seeking 2 million in attorney's fees. Wow, so that tells us that Kelly's making a lot of money. Yeah, she's doing pretty well for herself. Uh, it came out in the news that he actually has seven attorneys that are working on his case. So, Holy cow. Yeah, <laughs> he has a whole office. So the divorce is here in California? Yeah, the divorce is here in California. Where is she living? She's here in, in LA and he's in Montana. Oh, it's the other way around. Okay, so mm -hmm. the divorce is here, he's in Montana. And so if she's gonna have to pay $400,000 a month or something like that, some ludicrous amount of money, it raises a couple of issues. One of them I think is, you know, we could always go and extrapolate with the Dissel master as to how much her income is, right? I mean, we could figure mm -hmm. out what, you know, uh, that basis is for, for that child support and spousal support. Of course, we don't have it broken down yet, but we could get some estimates. Very wealthy lady. Yeah. And then another factor that came into play uh, is who has, you know, primary custody of the kids. Where are the kids going to be, Montana or LA? So dad actually filed a motion requesting that the kids go back and forth from LA oh. to Montana, LA, Montana, or that they reside with him in Montana. So court said no. They granted Kelly primary physical custody. Uh, the court found that the kids have never resided in Montana. And now dad has to travel to LA to spend time with the kids for visitation at Kelly's home. You know, I, I always scratch my head when people think that they could exercise 50% custody when they live in different states or even different parts of the states that are really far. It's right. look, it sounds to me like, uh, you know, putting himself first and not the children first in that case. Right. I mean, it's definitely not in their best interest to be traveling back and forth, especially right now in light of the pandemic. With the amount of money that he's receiving, he could easily move to California and live within close distance, I would think. Yeah. Okay. Um, what other issues arise here? So I've noticed, you know, because I look at the news every day for family law cases and I see her name coming up. I haven't been following it, but this is a woman that 
had started on, I think it was like, you got talent or American yeah, Idol or something. American like. Idol. And she's, she's gone from, I don't know if it's rags or riches, but certainly I don't think that she was worth that type of money when she came into this. Uh, you know, and I think that the kids are pretty young, aren't they? I mean, she's not really. Yeah. They're about four and six. Holy cow. Wow. Uh, what other issues arise on this thing? Oh, I know what it is. Uh, how about the high income earner uh, issue that comes with people having to pay child support? You know, when people are earning extraordinary amounts of income, then the guideline formula normally is uh, not used, or at least, you know, the, the attorney representing that person is going to argue that that's way too much child support under right. these circumstances. My guess is, is that if the diesel master is saving $400,000 a month, uh, at least a large portion of that uh, is going to be child support. So she's probably going to be arguing or should be arguing that this is a high income earner exception, right? Mm -hmm. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, I think in the papers, it also says that she offered, voluntarily offered to pay for all of the children's expenses. And dad still came around asking for hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, there's a whole analysis that goes along with that, you know, as far as what the children really need. And of course, the court has to take into consideration both parents' standard in life, you know. So what would a kid that, uh, you know, is a, is, whose parents are wealthy to that way, you know, what, what would they expect? You know, private school, right. Right. Some, some, some definitely some extra things that the normal child wouldn't have. But the court can and probably will, in most cases, cut it off at a certain point. Very interesting. Yeah, Anthony, Anthony uh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Stephanie. No, yeah, I was going to say you're right. It's a very uh, active case. It's in the news basically every day. So let's see what happens. Yeah, and I, you know what? Before we move on, I noticed that she, she's been making a lot of public appearances, talking about her divorce and you know, things of that nature. I guess that's a PR thing for people. It seems like whenever they, these celebrities go through a a big divorce. Next thing you know, it they're in the public, uh, all shiny and new and talking and stuff, you know. And mm -hmm. I, I just wonder what that's all about. Is it to keep their brand name alive, or are they trying to put a good face on a on a tough situation, or what? Yeah, yeah, probably. I think win some favor, maybe. You know, all her quotes are, "I'm a mama bear. I'm going to do whatever it takes to defend my kids and you know take care of them." Oh, okay. So she her quotes are, um, you know, she's. She's going to fight for her kids. I thought it was mm -hmm. all about, no, you know, we're, it's an amicable thing. We're going to be working out, but it's not, nothing like that. This is a contentious divorce. This is a contentious divorce. And he's got seven attorneys uh, on his case. Are they from separate law offices or are they just a, a firm that has the entire uh, staff working on his case? I think it's the one, one firm with seven attorneys entirely on that case. Okay. Well, you know, in my opinion, that's probably uh, too much, but you know what, to each his own, right? Right. So, okay. So Anthony, what do you got for us? All right. So you'll, you'll like this one, one, because you'll, you'll definitely recognize one of these names, uh, Kristen Cavallari and Jay Cutler. Uh, I know that you're a, you're a Bears <laughs> fan. So what? I, you know, have... I have to ask you, that surprised me. I do see that coming up in the Google articles as well. Yeah. I didn't know that Cutler was that big of a celebrity, but apparently he is because his name, this divorce is all over the place. So tell me about yeah. it. So, I mean, we, we talked a little bit about like kind of keeping the information in the press or out of the press. And, you know, one of the ways that I see a lot of celebrities communicating with their fans or with the public is through their Instagram. And um, they announced their divorce back in November of 2020. And uh, as far as I am aware, and, and it seems like they've been reporting, 
it's been a fairly amicable process. So not every single celebrity divorce is going to be, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars in attorney's fees. There are very reasonable uh, divorces that just amicably split. I think they both said that they were in two different spaces in their life. They were married for about seven years and dating for three years before that. Kristen Cavallari, obviously, she's the uh, the big celebrity here. Uh, I think she's got four million followers on Instagram compared to I think what what Jay Cutler has from from being the quarterback of the Bears. Um, but yeah, she's posting great pictures on Instagram. She's saying she's moving on with her life. She looks great. She feels really quote unquote really damn good about uh, turning thirty four and, and having it be a really roller coaster of a year. So you know, this is how part of my I'm ignorant on all of this stuff. I don't even know the actress, but she's a big celebrity, apparently. Oh, yeah. She's okay. a, it's like, a, what was it, the Orange County or? Yeah, Laguna Beach first. Laguna, Beach, then, Laguna Beach. Yeah, and then she was on, um, I think she really kind of hit it big with The Hills, which is kind of like the, the big Hills. TV show. Uh, it's like Art. reality, yeah. reality television. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, that, which is kind of funny because on the show, you kind of get a sense of all like the drama and the relationship stuff that was going on. I remember she had some beef with a couple people on the show. Spencer was involved. Um, so, it, you know, it's, it's kind of nice to see these people that we've pretty much been following their entire lives from adolescence now that they're adults and now that they're, uh, they're married uh, and how they're, they're dealing with these new types of relationship problems that they're having. But as far as I'm seeing, both sides are very amicable. Um, they're moving on. Um, they're they're kind of keeping the, the terms of their agreement hush-hush um, in hopes of, I think, just being able to turn a new page. Interesting. Um, I have a very good friend back home, obviously another Chicago Bears fan, um, and he posted something on Facebook recently. If you're out there, uh, Tommy, you hear me on this, but he uh, was comparing Cutler's stats with Elway's stats. And he said that had Cutler been with the Broncos during all that time, he actually would have surpassed the Broncos record for you know everything and stuff. So apparently he was a better quarterback than a lot of people gave him credit for. You gotta be careful when you compare people to John Elway. I'm just gonna caution you. So. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> you not, I'm not well, making- I might lose a couple fans. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my friend was the one making the comparison. I'm not that big of a professional football fan. I should be more. I just, whenever the Bears are winning, you know, that's when I started tuning in, which is very rare through yeah. the year, since 1986 or whatever it was when we had our heyday. But uh, yeah. that's very interesting. You know, the, the uh, celebrities, when they're both making tons of money like that, right? Uh, typically the, you know, and a lot of assets, typically, it, like you said, is the, kind of a private settlement of the case. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, the way to do that, of course, is, you know, behind the scenes, they sign a marital settlement agreement Right. And that agreement doesn't necessarily uh, in its entirety make it to the court file. So, I, you know, if you were to go into the public record to see these divorces, I think at Kelly Clarkson, you would see a lot more. There's probably declarations and all kinds of stuff where yeah. in Cutler's case, it's probably a pretty thin file, I'm going to guess. I wonder if, if the, the, the stuff that gets sent around the news media and said in you know, social media and press and stuff, when, they, when it comes time to either trial or for a hearing, does the judge know about it? And what is, does that influence anything that happens in the court? I'm, I'm very curious to know um, whether that's an, an issue that they had to deal with on these types of cases. You know, uh, I've been in court many times where there's been celebrities, either in the courtroom that I'm in or in the hallway. 
And that always strikes me as well. If it were a jury, you know, you would, there's sometimes the attempt to sequester the jury. Right. So they don't read the papers and all this other stuff. Yeah. My feeling is, is that all human beings on this earth have a bias. Yeah. You know? And most judges are 99.9% .9 are well-read and, you know, they're not uh, ignorant to what's going on out there. I wonder about that too, especially when there's press statements, you know. Absolutely. Wow. And whether or not they're a Cutler fan or, you know, whether they like <laughs> the Bears. How could you not love those guys? Come on. So well, you, I actually, you have I, actually have a, I have an observation. I actually okay. noticed a pattern with our podcast. I think we might be a little bit of bad luck. Uh oh. Uh, oh really? let me, yeah, let me lay it out for you. Uh, okay. So we have uh, Dr. Dre, who's in the hospital with a brain aneurysm. Uh. Uh, Larry King was in the hospital with coronavirus. Oh, wow. Uh, Kim Kardashian and Kanye are actually going through a divorce now. <laughs> what else? Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty... <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'm not going to blame it on us, but uh, it shows you that we're covering the, the stories accurately. You yeah. know, and unfortunately, divorces are not pretty, you know, and, and nobody's immune from that. I don't care. You know, there's an exception. I think that, you know... Uh, Kelly's divorce is pretty common, right? I mean, with the fight over custody, you yeah. know, and then when we talk about Cutler's uh, divorce, uh, you know, we don't see that many. I don't think they're percentage wise, there's as many that are amicable, they're very rarely, you know, in the few years that I've been doing this, you know, the 20 something years I've been doing this, I've only seen really a handful of cases where people are really sweet with each other and they handle things in a mature way. And it's just human nature, I think, you know. Yeah. You guys have any other cases? Any other uh, stories? I think we have to talk about Kim and Kanye and, and Dr. Dre. The, the Dr. Dre story is is a roller coaster, I would have to say. The stuff that's been going on, the aneurysm, and I think while he was in the hospital, um, someone tried to break into his house and, and rob him. And uh, I think he's still in the hospital right now recovering. But um, while he was in the hospital, one of his ex-wives said, because he's already had some issues with domestic violence in one of his previous marriages. I think this just came out that during, you know, their arguments, he would kind of fly off the handle and pull out his gun and point it at her head. Wait, wait, wait. That's allegedly? That's, the, that's, that's allegedly. Yeah, that's allegedly. So remember, this is from a previous marriage. There's no real reason to put that in, in the media anymore. To gain oh, I disagree. Of... I disagree. I well, think that it's, you know, we have to say allegedly because sure. the people carry axes, you know, and they, uh, they never get over certain things and stuff. It may have happened. I'm not saying it didn't happen, but I think we need to be careful and not say that he was guilty of that. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, people put all kinds of stuff in declarations, but as Arnold once said, Arnold Schwarzenegger, when there's smoke, there's fire. Right. 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 And it's not, it's not the first time he's had issues allegedly with domestic violence. Like he, he's uh, settled out a civil suit uh, for domestic battery. That was an issue, like I said, it was brought up in, in the previous uh, divorce process. And now that it looks like he's going through another divorce, uh, the allegations are starting to bubble up again. We don't know if it's gonna be a part of this most recent divorce filing, um, but it's definitely something to consider given the history that he has with that particular. Yes, uh, yeah, Stephanie issue. talked about on a prior celebrity uh, exhibit A that uh, there was a premarital agreement that she was fighting, if I recall right. Yeah. So, yeah. 
So she's she really is like swinging with both arms, man, trying to get something out of this thing. I have peeked at a couple of articles, and I don't think that she's been very uh, victorious in a lot of her requests. Right. Yeah, I think her requests for a large amount of spousal support were shut down. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you think about someone of Dr. Dre's notoriety and stature at the time that he got married to uh, Nicole Young, um, that he probably had a very competent, skilled uh, team of attorneys draft up a very tight prenuptial agreement just to prevent anything like this from happening. Right, especially if he was previously divorced. He oh, yeah. Learned his lesson. Exactly. Won't be one shame on me, right? <laughs> so what about the Kardashian uh, case? Tell me about that, Anthony. Kardashians are in, really interesting. So obviously, Kim and Kanye, they're, they're obviously not going to make it. It doesn't seem like there was some discussion for a little bit about, oh, maybe they'll, they're just going through a, a, a rough period. But it seems like Kim's kind of fed up with all the crazy stuff that Kanye's been doing. Um, yeah. I know he was trying to get involved with the politics for a little bit and considered running for president, but missed the filing deadline. Um, he's been saying a lot of wild stuff in the news media, and it seems like uh, Kim's just kind of fed up with it. She's concerned about the children. The latest report, uh, I think the rumor is that... Um, uh, someone close to Kim is saying that the children don't know about the divorce, mm. um, which is pretty crazy because it seems like everybody in the entire world knows about the divorce. But what is what are the realistic possibilities of keeping celebrity children um, sheltered or or prevented from knowing that their parents are going through a very very high conflict and a very high profile divorce? I've got a couple of thoughts about that. One of them is, is um, you know, the difficulty that parents have in talking to their kids about the divorce. You know, that that's a really tough one. And uh, apparently, they're neither one of them were in a hurry to do so. You know. Um, yeah. You know. Apparently, uh, she, like Anthony said, she's fed up with Kanye's antics, and she's starting to get really serious about taking the California bar exam. She wants to become an attorney. So right. uh, apparently they've been in marriage counseling for several months and nothing's happening. But here's like the shocking detail that I read that they're, they're saving the details of the divorce to disclose it on their TV reality show. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to pan out. But if there's one thing that Kim is, is good at, it's, it's using the, the public channels uh, and the, the media to her benefit. She, I think she's a master yeah. of kind of uh, controlling the narrative and letting it leak out in a very kind of methodical way, in a way that just kind of wants us coming back for more. Right. I, I've never watched their Kardashian episode. <laughs> this is one that I might watch because yeah. it's going to remind me of the marriage story or the uh, the Broderick, you know, story. I mean, there might yeah. be there might be some value as an as a family law attorney to see <laughs> what's going on in this case. It's it's a guilty pleasure. I'll just say that much. I I, I usually turn it off when someone walks in the room, but I I, yeah. I do enjoy an occasional episode. It's definitely entertaining. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's not it's not intellectually stimulating in any kind of sense of, of the word. But <laughs> if you if you there's really nothing else on, it's it's not the worst thing you could watch. I would say. Yeah. How old are the kids in that marriage? Do we know? They're pretty, pretty young. young. Yeah, very, I would very say young. two, three, four. Okay. They're, they're... Right. okay. 
So there's no real threat that they're going to be in school and kids are going to be coming up to them and talking to them about their parents or anything like that. It doesn't sound like, so that's good. I don't think no, so. but I mean, it raises the question, when, when is the right age for parents to discuss the topic of divorce? I mean, um, obviously there's an age where children really start to get a grasp of what's going on and conflict in, within the household. I think I read an article a couple of days ago saying that children who are in households in which there's a lot of uh, arguing, uh, they develop personality issues. They become anxious. They have more likelihood of depression, things like that down the road. So what is a good age to, to approach the subject of divorce with children? Or is it something that you, if they're at a certain age, like, like Kanye and Kim's kids, maybe they can just weather it out and, and not know about it until they ultimately get around to an age where they're able to understand that. Right. Like, do you set up some sort of transition? I mean, I, I've heard of a case where, you know, parents are going through a divorce, there's one little kid, and the dad moves out. But he still comes to the house every day to spend time with the child so that the child right. doesn't really know if dad has moved out or something's going on. I mean, that what an incredibly awkward type of arrangement. But I mean, people will do a lot of things just to kind of protect their children. I think, you know, that's the most real really the most important asset of the marriage with the children um so if, if it comes to coming up with a very unusual type of custodial arrangement like that mm -hmm. and i've seen i, I definitely came in before where yeah. they'll, they'll sacrifice their own comfort just to keep things normal as possible for the kid yeah i think it's harder on younger kids you know kids that are say under the age of 10 maybe or eight when they can't really understand why their security, why that family security is breaking apart. Right. Conversely, kids that are in their teens, what I've heard a lot is, is that the kids knew that it was coming. There wasn't a surprise. And a lot of times they're like, I want them to divorce because, you know, things aren't good around the house. Yeah. You know, so it's not all cases, but that's kind of a trend that I've seen, you know, and stuff. So, okay. Well, I've got one that I'm going to say that it's not a divorce. It's not a legal separation yet, okay? But we've got a ex-president that just left the White House. Uh, and what I've heard is, is that there was a post-nuptial agreement signed uh, prior to the first lady, former first lady moving into the White House. Um, and I'm only bringing this up because there has been a lot of speculation, I think, with articles and stuff talking about the possible divorce. I don't have any knowledge of that, or I don't know if that's true. I wish that, I hope it isn't. Uh, but I'll say this is that anytime that somebody's come to me with a postnuptial agreement request, it's kind of like an introduction to a divorce because something's wrong with the marriage. Right. You know, uh, why are they doing that? Why are they contemplating that now? Yeah. A lot of times it's an uh, unequal balance, you know, in the relationship, uh, feeling of insecurity, uh, you know, and that type of a thing. So this is one for, for you guys to keep your eyes on, okay? So uh, let's see what happens with that. I mean, now that I, presumably they're in Mar Margo Lago or whatever that place is called and, yeah. you know, sipping on some nice drinks and figuring yeah. out what their future is and stuff. But who knows? He's got some legal issues there. coming up that he might have to. Yeah, he might. Right. He might have some other <laughs> issues to deal with. <laughs> Stand in line, right? Stand yeah. in line right. Right. He, he may have, have a, a criminal case and a family law case on his hands pretty soon. Oh, yeah, well. I mean, sometimes we forget that he actually has a little kid, right? Darren, right. Yeah. like they're still that, they're still Darren. <laughs> so right. what are they going to do with? Yeah, that's what, kind of what I was thinking about too, is, is that not only there's a postnuptial uh, situation there, but there's a child. Again, you know, I, I, you know, I hear other 
things that, you know, Melania is very loyal to her husband and, you know, is willing to weather the storm and everything like that. But when I heard the post-nuptial, I thought, hmm, I don't know about that. So keep your eye on it. Okay. Well, well, there's a lot of damage by, by going through the White House and going through that presidency. I think probably more than any reasonable person would want to go through uh, right. as a result of the stuff that their, their spouses do. When we talk about Kim and Kanye and all the stuff that he's doing and how that kind of wears down on the other spouse, you have to wonder if maybe some of Donald Trump's antics while he was in office might be wearing her down and maybe she's kind of considering, is this a time to, to make the exit now? Right. I think even any typical presidency, right, would have some sort of negative effect on a relationship. I mean, the things they had to go through those four years. And right. So let's see what happens to the Trump. We'll have to see. <laughs> Keep our eyes on the news, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, this was uh, fantastic again. Uh, good way to start off 2021. And we'll see you in about a month and we'll follow up on these stories and uh, possibly some other ones. You never know. There might be some other celebrities divorcing out there. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Everyone. Okay. Bye. Bye.